Hello listeners, welcome to Beyond the Pulpit. I'm your host, Lucas Jones, and I'd just like to take a second to say thank you for choosing to listen to Beyond the Pulpit, a Northland Baptist Church podcast. We hope you enjoy. Hey guys and gals, just wanted to let you know that we are aware of the clicking sound in the audio, and we're sorry that that is there. Um, Just wanted to shoot a note to you to let you know that it's there. and we hope that you'll still listen and, and hear the info and that it's good and not distracting, but just wanted to let you know. Welcome back to Beyond the Pulpit. This week we have Pastor Matt. Pastor Matt, how long have we been in the Book of Romans and where are we going? Several months. I can't yep. remember when we started. And uh, we're near the end. I think we're on track to probably wrap this up the end of May. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's been a great study, but uh, you know we're to chapter 12 and that's where... He gets intensely practical. And so yeah. what we're doing, we're still in Romans, but we started Sunday kind of a series within the book. We're mm-hmm. calling this Marks of a Transformed Life. For, for eight weeks, not skipping anything in Romans, we're just repackaging a little bit as Paul moves from what has been uh, doctrinal, theological, very deep uh, exposition of the gospel and what the gospel is to Romans 12 where he says, okay, this is what this looks like in yeah. your daily lives. So we're going to look over the next eight weeks, what does it look like to live uh, to live out the gospel that we've been studying? Mm-hmm. It's where the rubber really kind of hits the road, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I know in life group, as we were talking about, you know, just what this looks like, uh, it's provoked really good conversations and stuff like that. So I'm excited as we just continue working through it, as we have those conversations that uh, we get to see, like, what it means to just live life on mission and what it means to just, like, jump right in and say, like, hey, this is what a Christian looks like just in a a normal place. Yeah, you know, I think we make two mistakes on one extreme we study the doctrine and theology of the Bible and it never really changes our lives. It never Mm -hmm. impacts us. Yeah. On the other hand, you see people that go out and live in their own effort uh, to try to just clean up their life, turn over a new leaf, kick some old habits, whatever phrase you want to use. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to see the gospel is what changes us. The gospel changes from the inside out, but it does change us from the inside out. You have Mm -hmm. to look differently. Yeah. And it's the people out there that are just trying harder to live a certain moral life. That's not the gospel. Mm-hmm. And there's people that think, well, I'll say a prayer, ask Jesus in my heart, and it doesn't change me. I don't think that's the gospel either. Mm-hmm. And so what we're looking at is if we really understand the gospel, really understand what Christ did for us, we really understand what it is to be made holy, to be made right with God, that's going to change the way you live your life day to day. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's why in, in chapter 12, verse 1, Paul says, therefore, he makes that turn. Yep. Therefore, in light of everything I've been saying, here's what this looks like. And so we laid the foundation on Sunday uh, by talking about transformation. What is it? What is transformation? What are the basic uh, characteristics of transformation in our life? And then we're going to look at very practical things that that will impact uh, in the next few weeks. Yeah, and, and one of the things that I think you really set up really well is like what's to come with your four observations, right? Uh, you're you're, you're kind of setting the stage for the next four weeks, and that's harder sometimes as a pastor because you're you're like, man, I don't want to give too much away, but I want to I want to make this applicable, and I want to kind of dive into it in a in a substantive substantive way, right? And right. So, and I think yeah. the, I think the main thing the delay of foundation where we're going is the first point that we talked about and that's a transformed life is made possible only through the grace of Jesus mm-hmm. it'd be very tempting for people to come the next few weeks hear um, these very practical 
uh, points of the of the text and think I just need to try harder. Mm -hmm. I'm not very good at that. I need to be better about that. Yeah. I, I'm not. I don't do a good job with this. I'm going to try harder in that area. It, you have to start with Jesus. You have to start with Jesus changes us from the inside out. Only through Jesus can we do this. Uh, he says, in in view of the mercies of God, he calls on us to live a transformed life. Mm -hmm. We have to understand the mercy of God on our life in order to see these things not as a list of do's and don'ts, but a list of what does it look like to walk in grace and walk in holiness. Mm -hmm. And sometimes uh, as we as we kind of think about that, that can be hard to just say, like, how do I how do I take the gospel that Jesus died on the cross and was buried and raised again? How do I take that? And what is how does that change me? Um, you know, as we were talking about in life group this week, it was a lot of the conversation was revolved around like what what literally has changed in your life you know it's kind of the opener question but uh, then you kind of turn and you're like how has how has God done some changes in my life and it's really interesting to reflect on that and um, I think it'd be interesting just you know just to kind of get the pastors take on this is um, in your own life how have you seen that and what has that looked like well I think it, it depends for people when they begin to follow Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, I grew up in a Christian home. My mom was a believer, and she took me to church all the time. There wasn't a time in my life where there was a dramatic change mm -hmm. because I grew up believing in God, I believe, believing in Jesus, um, learning the Bible, wanting to live a life that is according to the Word of God. Of course, I, I got in my fair share of trouble. I sinned like everyone. Yeah. But it's different from the person that you might say uh, they came to Christ in their, in their college years or the young adult years, and they would say, man, my life was dramatically different. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I look at it more of not so much how did Jesus change my life from who I once was, but how has Jesus made me different than who I would have been otherwise? Yeah. I think that's what's important. Because, you know, if you come to Christ as a kid, you say, well, really, if you come to Christ at a young age, which a lot of people do, I have committed far more sin since coming to Christ because I've been alive longer post-Christ than, than pre-Christ, right? Yeah. I've committed probably what, by the world, if you were to, if you, obviously all sin is the same in God's eyes, but if you were to sort of rank sins on their level of severity or something, the, the, the worst sins, in quotes, you know, uh, yeah. have been after Christ, right? Because as a kid, I didn't, I had a lot more trouble I could get into later in life, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think you have to look at it not so much um, how has Christ changed me from who I once was, but how has Christ made me different from who I would have been without him? Mm -hmm. And so that's when I look at my life, I think about... Um, the, the way I treat my wife, the way I've raised my kids, the way uh, we love and serve the people in our lives, the way we love our neighbors and our community, the way that uh, we strive to reflect Christ uh, and, uh, in a positive way in, in every interaction with people. Um, just really, uh, it's a matter of caring and thinking about how does Jesus want me to live my life? Getting up each day, you know, he says to, um, in our text to, uh, discern what is good, pleasing. What is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God? I live my life in a way, not every day, and not perfectly, and not as well as I should, but striving to live my life every day, saying, "What would God want me to do in this situation? How would God want me to live my life?" When He says, "Your your your mind is renewed, your life is transformed," 
You know, this is in our text we studied Sunday, and we begin to think about what does God want. So today, it, it, it's in a practical way, being in God's Word daily. You know, today mm-hmm. is in God's Word this morning. So spending my day thinking, this is what God showed me in His Word. What does that look like today? Yeah. How do I live that out today? Mm-hmm. Where without Jesus, I would go through my life thinking about what I wanted and certainly not what God wanted for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, no, and I think that's a great point uh, as we just dive into uh, what it looks like. Um, I mean, uh, as as we're thinking about it, we're just like, man, I'm really, like I said, I'm really excited about this. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but as you were just digging into this text, um, was there anything that, you know, kind of struck you or stood out to you that, um, obviously you aren't, you aren't taken from anything coming up in the weeks ahead, but as you're... Yeah, yeah, I, I think one thing you have to always reflect on is the Bible says two things, and it can get confusing, and we, we can tend to focus too heavily on one or the other. What Paul has been saying for the longest time is that, uh, if you recall, going back several weeks, he talked about the fact that we are justified in Christ, which Mm -hmm. means to be declared righteous. God sees me as righteous because of Jesus. The the righteousness of Christ is put on me. So Jesus has made me holy. Jesus has made me righteous. There's nothing I can do to make myself holy. Mm -hmm. With that said, we come to this text. And he says, I urge you to present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice pleasing to God. So he calls us to live holy lives, to live righteous lives. And I think you have to always keep those two things in balance. We're not made righteous by what we do, nor are we just made righteous by Jesus and then we just live however we want to live. There's this healthy tension. There's a healthy tension. That's exactly right. And uh I think as soon as we focus too much on one to the neglect of the other, we get a little out of balance there. But um, we've been saying for 11 chapters, essentially, Jesus makes you holy. Jesus makes you righteous. Jesus, uh, God puts the righteousness of Jesus on you, and he sees that and not your sin. Mm -hmm. Chapter 12, though, he does begin to say, now, here's how you have to live your life. And we are given direct instructions. And in this text, live a holy life. And so, yeah, I've been made holy, but I'm called to be holy. And so uh, the challenge was, the, the kind of maybe the, the biggest takeaway from Sunday was pursue a life of holiness over conformity. I have a mm-hmm. choice every day. Am I going to live set apart and different, or am I going to live like the lost world around me? Mm-hmm. I think that's just, that's what I would say is the important thing. We're always evaluating, um, do I look more like Jesus, or do I look more like the world? And what can I do to, to look more like Jesus. And that happens, as he said in the text, through the renewing of our minds. Mm-hmm. You get in God's Word, you're in Bible study, you're in fellowship with other Christians, you're allowing God's Word to, to, to you're, in, you're taking in God's Word and allowing that to transform your thinking. And then I begin to see myself differently and uh, God's will and design for me differently. And, mm-hmm. I, and I want to, you know, tomorrow I, the question all of our hearts has to be am I going to live my life today like Jesus? I'm going to live it like the world around me. Yeah, no, and I think that's a great question to just kind of let sit and kind of think about and simmer for each of us as we begin to just jump right into all this practicalness. So, Matt, thank you. Thanks for for meeting with me and and having this conversation, and uh, um, we're excited to see, you know, just the walk through this. So, Yeah, it's 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 really, Pastor Russ and I have talked a lot about uh, we're, we're just really excited about this because it's, uh, you know, Romans was delivered to be just read 
the whole through the whole thing. When you yeah. dissect it up over several months, you're like, oh boy, we've been talking about Jews and Gentiles and the law, and it's like uh, it's great, great stuff. And now we're like, this is going to be really fun. Yep. Eight weeks of love your neighbor and serve with the gifts God's given you and mm-hmm. submit to authority and and uh, show hospitality and all the very practical nuts and bolts. Uh, roll up your sleeves and live this out. So we're super yeah. excited. I hope that you guys out there will track with us. Remember, if you can't be there, uh, we put our services on Facebook Live. You can catch us there. Uh, recordings of our services are on our website. You can go to NBCKC.com. Check us out there. So if you miss one, this is for the next eight weeks. I encourage you, if you miss a Sunday, uh, jump on Facebook, jump on our website, jump on this podcast, and track along with us even when you can't be there. Yeah, and uh, one of the things that uh, Pastor Matt mentioned a little bit ago was discipling groups. Um, uh, We would just encourage each and every person to be a part of a discipling group. Uh, We don't want you to do it just because it's something to do or something we need to take part in, but uh, I'm in a discipling group that I met with before we met with this podcast, and it is one of the highlights of my week. It is one of the things that I look forward to most because there are men that I do life with, that I come around and they come around me and say, hey, how are you doing? How can we love you? How can we help you love Jesus more? And I also get to take ownership in their walk with Christ and uh, love them well and encourage them and bless them. And uh, it's just something, it's something that's life-giving. So I would encourage you guys to be a part of that, look into that. If you're uh, wondering who to talk to on that, um, find any staff member. And they will help you get plugged in. If you know who Landon Warren is, um, you can connect with him. He's kind of the guy that's heading it. But any staff member can help you as well. So don't let that be a deterrent for you. Um, Other than that, we hope you guys have a great week. And we'll talk to you next week.